going on, Fantasy Fam? Hey, what's up? It's been a while. It's been a very long time. Very sad that uh, my brother, <laughs> your cousin, yes. cannot you know join us for our, I guess, long hiatus break. Yeah, we're taking a sabbatical. So yes, that is a good word um, to use. So here we are. Uh, it's almost. I guess mid-season. It's almost the all-star break for baseball. NBA Finals just finished. Stanley Cup. Um, I mean, shout out to Ovechkin. Awesome. I'm very happy for him that he finally won a Stanley Cup. Yeah. Pretty awesome In pretty awesome fashion. Too. Yeah, there are, I mean, there, are certain, there are certain people and players throughout all of sports that you judge them based on their, obviously, their accomplishments. But the biggest thing looming over their head is... No title. title. They don't have a title. Exactly. You know, you look at people who are still don't without a title. Someone like Philip Rivers, for example, still no Ooh. title. You know what I mean? Like it's people. There's certain players in in sports that still lack the title uh, to make Dan themselves Marino. great. You know, you know, you look at somebody like Bryce Harper, still no title. Well, uh, he's young. I mean, he's I understand, young. but he's played in the league a long enough time that you know the Nationals have been good. That they they've made it to the playoffs and they've tanked. Clayton Kershaw. I th- I think it'll happen Clay- at some point. Clayton Kershaw is another one. Well, he's just bad in the playoffs. But the thing is, it's like these are players who are built on the fact that they're probably going to the Hall of Fame someday. But that that title list, you know, Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley was another one of them. You know, there's plenty of guys who are up there. Dan, uh, you know, like you said, um, Dan Marino, Carl Malone, Carl Malone, yep, another one, John Stockton, those guys, yeah, Jim Kelly. Yeah. Well, he made it to enough, but <laughs> I mean, he made it to four in a row and he lost all four. That's awful. I'd rather not even make it. Yeah, well. <laughs> Good Lord. All right, so a lot has been going on in this baseball season. It has been quite the exciting season. Uh, I mean, your Mets started out hot. Okay, can we skip to and, the middle of the season? And, the now they, and now they stink. Can we skip to this? Okay, yeah. yeah I don't you, got, you got the two best teams in the in baseball right now, practically almost. You got in the same division with the Yankees and the Red Sox. Which is awesome. Two of the best records in baseball. Like, I mean, it's... Who's not excited for that? Yeah. I guess if you're not a fan of either of them. Yeah, and what'll be great about that is what we'll talk about in this episode is the fact that they have a lot of good players. The Red Sox are just a very good team because they have good players, and that sounds yes. obvious, but it, it's awesome to even look at the list of, of points totals to this point in the year and see that okay. the Red Sox lead a lot of them. So many. That's so. ridiculous. So to jump right in, we will talk about some injuries for some big names. I mean, obviously those injuries happen all the time, but some of them aren't fantasy relevant, and these guys are. Uh, we'll start off with the real-life Steve Nebraska, Shohei Otani. Um, who knows what's going on? I don't even. I don't even think the head coaches know, really. I mean. What he couldn't eat Tommy John. I mean, they're saying that he may just play as a as a batter to completely avoid it. But I think that doing something like that is going to completely delay the inevitable. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna need Tommy John. I think the thing is, is that I remember this going back to, and I agree to a point with what you're saying. I also disagree, kind of, because um, you go back to Masahiro Tanaka. Okay, Masahiro mm-hmm. Tanaka's first what year or second year in the league. Um, all of a sudden, he goes down with a UCL sprain or some type of UCL injury. And they're thinking, well, yet again, we have a player coming over who's going to have some type of Tommy John surgery or is going to have, he's going to miss a period of time. Well, they gave him some rest time. He kind of sucked for a period of time because he was still trying to nurse it. And then he ended up kind of returning to form. So he never had to have Tommy John surgery. That being said, though, this kid is young. 
Okay, he has a ton of talent, and I don't want to see them wasted by continuing to put him on the DL or continuing to sit him and not allow him to just get it over with and move on. Some players we see come back and they're better than ever. Unfortunately, sometimes we see players have Tommy John and turn into Matt Harvey. Oh yeah. Oh, Matt Harvey. So it's 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 depending on who the player is, but given the fact that the Angels have a good team, um, that they're a smart team, hopefully, in this situation, that if this does turn into a fact where it's it's not going to get better and it's going to take months and months to the point where they don't know what's going to happen after it, he needs to go for Tommy John. See you in 2020. It, right? Exactly. <laughs> that means he's out for the rest of this year, so that's a lost year, and then all of next year. Or most of next year. He could return next. I mean, next, exactly. Next, If they make September. the playoffs, let's say yeah. September, exactly. That's, <clears throat> I don't know, that's, that's a really tough decision. It is. Because like you said, I mean, it's like, okay, do you do it or do you just... But Tanaka, I mean, Tanaka's, okay, yeah. he was set to be the ace for the Yankees, but, I mean, obviously Severino's an animal, that's oh, an entirely well, yeah, that's, different yeah, discussion. that's another story, but, yeah, I mean, but I think the decision is Tommy John or not, and it has to be made from within, it has to be made yeah. by not only Otani himself. By him, in, exactly, by, exactly. Hey, the thing is, is that the Angels invested a lot of money in him. A lot. So, it they have a big say in this as well. So we'll see what that what comes of that. It's for now, right now, it's a grade two UCL sprain, which if you nurse it, it could be it's month. not awful. It could be a month, but if exactly. it's exactly, I'm could, saying a month and a half. But it all it also could be leading towards a tear. So if it's leading towards a tear, you just True. repair the entire ligament. But anyway, and then if he doesn't pitch, yeah. So we'll see. Um, just one really touch up on uh, all you Mookie Betts owners out there. Uh, welcome back. Congratulations. I, I'm not happy about it because I'm a Yankees fan. So, I mean, obviously I don't want to see anyone get hurt, but he's he's so freaking good. But moving on, uh, Clayton <laughs> Kershaw. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, is he, is he kind of becoming – I'm sorry, did you say the, Tim Lincecum? Did you – Right? Did like, you say Tim is he Lincecum? becoming the Tim Lincecum of right now where the they jerky motion is hurting him? completely dominated for seasons, beyond seasons. And then all of a sudden it was just like – but it's not so much that Kershaw's talent isn't there because, yes, he's kind of struggled, but he was also struggling when the Dodgers were struggling early in the season. True. Yep. The Dodgers are definitely not struggling anymore. They are doing no, right quite now well. They're on fire. They're um, on fire. But the, well, we also knew this was the Dodgers. The, the team that we saw at the beginning of the season was not the Dodgers. But anyway, um, you know what we're seeing is maybe the, maybe the you know that herky jerky motion that Clayton Kershaw has that's been so beneficial to him is similar to Tim Lincecum in that you know type of motion where it's hurting the rest of his body. True. I'm not true. saying they're comparable players, but I'm saying the situations are definitely comparable. They throw it like they like yeah they throw their whole body like just yeah. Kershaw, I, I like Kershaw's release. I mean it's it's very unique. It's not your typical. It's distracting. But, right. <laughs> but he's so, he's another one who has to get healthy, and the Dodgers are not a stupid team, but they are missing their ace. That's for sure. Exactly. So. I mean, the best pitcher in the game, or could be the best pitcher in the game. Well, not right now, but yeah, he is technically, right in all now. technical exactly. terms, yeah, he's definitely in the top five. But. Oh, yeah. Moving on to another pitcher um, that, I, I don't know, I think I think he could be a pretty good low uh, by low candidate right now. Uh, from the Chicago Cubs, you Darvish, depending on what you can get for him, because I can guarantee you, obviously some guys probably drafted him a little high this year, you know, probably a little bit higher little. than he may have. Just because he's on the Cubs. I mean, with that lineup, that's starting to maybe turn around. Kind of. 
that Anthony Rizzo. I mean, Chris Bryant, he just went over five the other day. Yeah, they're they're have they're, oh. Rizzo and team is is held together by Rizzo and Bryant. You need Rizzo and Bryant to show up. Rizzo has gotten better since he came back from his injury, but I, I'm not a huge fan of either at the moment. The Cubs need some help. Um, let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll they talk do. about that next episode, guys, on the, what the Cubs yes. could potentially do and how it could impact fantasy perspective. Oh snap! So you, Darvish, depending yeah. on if you don't have to give up much I for think- him. I would, I would, I would try to go for him if somebody's just being like, all right, screw yes, it. Yes, somebody who needs a good anymore. starting, you know, uh, starting pitcher two, starting pitcher three, uh, who's gotten banged up like I have this year when it comes to pitching. I'm not going to talk about that at the moment. Um, uh, I mean, I think it's a great, it's a great buy candidate. I mean, you also have to hopefully play the player. I mean, the guy who has been injured and has struggled this year, you have to, you know, be able to take advantage of that guy. Or you Darvish, because you Darvish, it's not like we're talking about, you know, AJ Pollock, who is the next one up, uh, where the talent oh. is there. You Darvish has struggled. Talk, talk about a chandelier. Oh he, he is a glass He is literally a glass house. I, <laughs> I don't know what – I think it's – I really I really hate to say that, and I think we discussed him in the beginning of the season. Please do. <laughs> he, he is – he has all the talent in the world. I mean, this guy could be an MVP we candidate. Saw that. Like, that's how good he is. We saw it two is. years ago. We saw the fact that he's exactly. a 30-30 – I mean, he's potentially a 30-30 guy if he's healthy. I mean, he's at least and they also got Goldschmidt too. Imagine, oh my God, imagine. That. I, he's a very talented Healthy. player, oh. and he was on pace to start the year. His first month, he was on pace to be the MVP this season. And of course, and, in AJ Pollock fashion, he got hurt. And it's not ever a hurt. He's never on the deal for like ten days ever. He's never a ten day deal. No, it's it's, guy. it's no, always no, a two no. month oh, yeah, deal like guy. Month, month, yeah, month and always. a half. So. Obviously, if you have the spot, keep him because oh, yeah. he's definitely like a top five stash. Um, just wanted to point out that, I mean, like you said, the guy started off insanely hot. He had like over 10 home runs. I mean, he was batting like close to 300, if not 300. So yeah, he's he's a great candidate. When he comes back, it hopefully will you know help you vault your team even higher. But for those who have AJ Pollock invested a lot in him and you're struggling because of it, then he might you might be in that position where you don't want to sell low on a guy even when they're you know when they're injured, but you might need somebody who's able to play right now who can help you instead of stashing him exactly. on the bench or on your DL position. So those are if things you to don't watch have for. any depth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving on to your favorite player ever, uh, Thor, Noah Syndergaard. And you also have him on your I team, have the next don't you? two, actually. One of them is a little bit Yeah, you do. You have both of them. But, so yeah, Thor's Thor missed. Me. I mean, he he's supposed to – I mean, what's, what's going on? What the hell? Like, what are they – I mean, I guess he was supposed to pitch against the Yankees this past weekend. Yep. But I think they said his yeah, fingers another setback and his finger swelling. So that's not good. Yeah, it's another um, situation where it's another setback. But the way the Mets look at it is the fact that we suck right now. So why should we? So it doesn't. Why even should matter. we rush him back? <laughs> I mean, we are the starting pitching hasn't been a problem. It's not like they. It's not like they technically need him because their starting pitching has actually been pretty good lately. It's the fact that they can't hit the ball. So I mean, while he's a great player, it's also the fact that we don't want to rush our centerpiece of our franchise back before he's ready yeah so i'm okay with it i really am from a deep from a perspective where i own him i am not okay with it i have johnny cueto i have Syndergaard, i have chris archer all on the freaking dl i have no starting pitching but it's whatever i mean it is what it is (laughs) so um but yeah he's he's a guy that don't be worried he'll be back next start i would imagine sometime either later this week or early next week so yeah. And the next, and hopefully, and hopefully help yeah. the Mets. Well, and the next one's not as important, but to me it is. Um, for people, well, it's I think it still people, is definitely for right, categories, for or, categories in terms of ERA, people who do categories in terms of strikeouts, strikeouts. and in holds. Uh, yeah. The Ottavino 
what was your what did your brother call him? The Autotron, Venotron. I don't know what he called him, but. I don't know. He's a weirdo. <laughs> uh, Adam know is, is, is a very good setup man for a team that, I mean, they, they should be better than they are. Um, but I think I think they'll make the playoffs, but, but they'll, they need to step it up. a part of their bullpen, and for those of you who do have holds, do have um, you know a need for someone in your relief core for strikeouts, ERA, uh, Adovino hopefully is tra- you know going in the right direction uh, to be back within the next few days or week. So... Those are something, you know, some big storylines to watch for some guys who have suffered some injuries this year. Right, and good luck to all of you. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun. One. Good luck, good luck, good with luck that. with that. <laughs> hey, guys, if listening, can, uh, hey, play yeah, a can, uh, play a YouTube record. record. Yeah, because yeah, uh, of Joshua Tree, right? Joshua Tree. Oh yeah, yeah. Any yeah, of you yeah, listeners yeah, out there who yeah, know what that reference yeah. is from, you're my best friend. Awesome. Uh, if not, then I hate you. Um, anyway, and Jobin, I'll see you later, Jobin. <laughs> Jobin. Cities like a. So, Cities like a. Oh, God. <laughs> so, right now, we're going to talk about the highest ranked hitters, batters in fantasy right now. And obviously, half of this list is not no, a surprise. No, three quarters of this list is not a surprise. Well, yeah, true. Well, I, uh, Actually, I think almost everyone yeah. except one is a surprise. Is, isn't a surprise. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, you kind of anticipated at least half of these guys would be this good but like right now i mean they're they're absolutely killing it mike trout no well, that's one. not a surprise not <laughs> he's exactly. incredible that's not he's a surprise. amazing exactly jose ramirez a little bit of a surprise to me but not really because he finished the season last year it, it, ridiculous he is yeah unreal. but the thing with jose ramirez that's even more amazing about this is the fact that jose ramirez started the season really struggling I mean, oh my God, awful! So he was the fact awful. That both him and his counterparts uh, are on this <clears throat> this list of the top ten hitters at this point is pretty awesome, given the fact that they both suck to start the year. So yeah. it's really interesting. Uh, Jose Ramirez is the number two hitter right now for point total. And number three, three. and number four, and and number uh, six, <laughs> and number six. I guess we'll go there. They all come from the Bo Sox, the Boston <laughs> Red Sox, Mookie Betts. Andrew Benintendi, um, and then number six is J.D. Martinez. You would think J.D. Martinez would actually be ahead of them because of the way he's playing, but, I mean, Mookie Betts is Mookie Betts missed time, too. I'm not, I'm not surprised. <laughs> he exactly. He missed, he missed ten games. He missed and, like I, games and I exactly. love somebody like Andrew Benintendi who does just about everything. He hits doubles, home runs, RBI, steals bases, scores runs. And he's insanely it's young. For he's only going to get better. He's a great player. Those two, those two are turning into like a big yeah. poppy ramirez you know like they're gonna have them not exactly like them but they're gonna they're gonna have these two are gonna be a all of them for the next five years yeah oh yeah well jd martinez too they get five years (laughs) good lord and i mean so you're looking at the home run leader right right there jd martinez mookie betts is one away benintendi i think has at least what what does he have close to 20 home runs over 15 home runs this point yeah hold on a second gotta look this He's got a lot. Um, Freddie Freeman is number five. That that is actually. Benintendi only has 11 me. home runs at the moment, but he does have 44 RBIs, which is pretty sweet. Which is and pretty 11 good stolen because bases. because of the guys in front of he him. He has a, yeah, getting on 11 base. stolen bases, which helps him just as much. So he's on pace for a 25-25 season. FYI. Wow. Uh, anyway, That's like you said, uh, next, like you said, next up. Freddie Freddie Freeman number five. Not a surprise there. He's a great um, player. He is a great player. I'm not saying he's number five worthy right now, 
because of everyone else. And we're going to name some other guys. And funny enough, one guy is not even on this list. Um, we'll go down, down to number seven. Uh, now shortstop uh, Manny Machado. And the fun fact about Machado for me is he is the one guy I said I was surprised was on this list. And that is not to say he is not talented. He might be one of the most gifted players in baseball. He's absolutely He plays right for now. a god-awful baseball team. I did not think the Orioles could possibly be this bad, but they are. They are this bad. He, the, he needs he needs to so get out of So that'll be in the next episode as well, guys. So tune in for that one. Um, yeah, but anyway. Um, but yeah, that's the one I was surprised on because how can he produce so much for a team that does so little? I mean, does absolutely nothing. They are going to have a fire sale. I they need it. They have need to revamp their team. Yeah, they do. Um, the next shortstop is Francisco Lindor. I'm not surprised, but like you said, he started off very yeah. slow, not good at all. But now, rightfully so, he's one of the top shortstops, as he should. I mean, if Manny Machado wasn't a shortstop now, he would finish as the top shortstop. Yeah, I agree. Unless, <laughs> unless my boy who we're about to talk about in two more spots, you know, can surpass him. But number nine is George Springer. Yeah. Hi, I'm, guy. I'm not, I'm not surprised you got him. I'm not surprised at all because George Springer finally found out, yes, he strikes out a little bit, but nowhere near as much as he used to when he was a rookie. He's I mean, this so guy hits home good. runs. Steals some bases. Doubles. doubles. Steals some bases. He'll get you maybe 15 stolen bases in a yeah. season, if that. Yeah. He's going to hit 40 home runs this year. Oh, yeah. Easily, a hundred RBIs. I mean, he plays for the best, one of the, the best, best teams offense. In the, in the but that game is right not now. Boston. The best offense that is not Boston is Houston. Oh my God, by far. Um, and then to continue and finish this list with number ten, who I drafted, may, maybe even a little higher than I should. Jean, I don't know, Jean. but Jean Jagura from um, Seattle, who has been playing incredible baseball yeah. so far this year. I mean, they do have the best closer. Oh my God. Um, we'll talk about him in a little bit, but. Jean Jagura is absolutely unreal right now. The guy's over 300. Uh, he's got like 14 of he's 14 of 18 for stolen bases attempts. He's on pace to hit 100 RBIs. Yeah, that's great. And the other thing that I will point out to all of you Robinson Cano fa- uh, fans and Robinson Cano owners is the fact that when Robinson Cano comes back from his suspension because he's a moron, he may not he play. may not have a position to fill. Because D. Gordon yeah. is there, Gene Segura is there. They are playing very well. Uh, and if he wants to get into that DH position, good luck. <laughs> so, but I I will say that I mean in D. Gordon fashion, he may that's also hurt, true. So there's so we a can chance. Come back to this. We'll, we'll <laughs> so there is a chance. Sometime in August, we'll talk about it. But anyway, um, we'll run through the pitchers. Not many surprises. I think there's one a surprise couple. on this list. There's a couple. There's one a couple surprise. that I'm actually yeah. surprised with. Your number one, Corey Kluber. Number two, Max None. Scherzer. Number three, Justin A little Berman. bit, but not much. A, a little but bit, But the fact exactly. that his ERA is like, what, like 1.3? Oh, my God, it's unreal. It's amazing, and I yeah. have him. I love it. Um, number four, Garrett Cole. I I'm, I mean, wow. Yeah. You finally went to a team. Score some runs for him. Actually, but, yes, he's, they're scoring yeah. runs for him, but he's actually got like a really yeah. solid he's ERA, fantastic. too. That's the yeah. thing. He's been fantastic. So, I mean, some play, some pitchers, you know, they just they need a new change of move around. Yeah. Exactly. Severino, no surprise. not surprised. I mean, high, the guy's... High the guy's strikeout stuck. rates, good offense to hit him for him, good ERA. I mean, he's... Yeah. Right? Exactly. Um, James Paxton, 
I, I'm not entirely surprised. Oh, um, bitter was I didn't think he was going to. I didn't think he was going to continue what he did last year, though. But he's actually continuing yeah. it quite well. You know, but that, like I said, we said before, Seattle's actually playing incredible baseball this year. So, uh, Blake Snell, yeah. the skinny. He's my surprise one. The skinny Ichabod Crane, Blade Snell. Yeah, Blake Snell is not my surprise because I didn't think he was capable of this. I always thought he was capable of this. I think Blake Snell has some nasty stuff. He throws hard and he's a lefty. And now he's doing it like right. really but well. But he plays for a terrible <laughs> team in Tampa. And number oh, two is that until this year he couldn't find the plate. I, no, last year he was he was so abysmal. The thing last is, year. like I'm not surprised because of his talent. He has fantastic talent. He yeah. just couldn't. He just had he to, had find to it. Too fine tune yeah. his game. That's what he had to do. Exactly. Uh, number eight is Aaron Nola. Surprised to me. Um, I'm not too surprised. He has all the stuff. We've seen what he can do. Now that he actually has a decent hitting team, you know, they actually got some pieces. So um, this one is a surprise to me, Patrick Corbin. And I've been a big fan of Patrick Corbin the past, like, three years. And, uh, wow, if you sold high on him, good for you. Because he did start to come back to you know, yeah, so came reality. back to life after after his like first like <laughs> nine starts, I think. Yeah, no, I. Yeah, but I mean, he's a strikeout guy. You know, he does have exactly. He's becoming more of a strikeout guy. Like, and he's a lefty too, which I love. Um, and then number ten. So I guess it's, it's nice kind of like a tie. Nice tie. Yeah. Right. Um, Chris Sale, Chris Sale, Gulf Coast. You know, give him a shout out. Uh, obviously, Chris Sale, I'm not surprised. I mean, honestly, I, I actually expected him to be a little bit higher than He 10. benefits from an amazing offense because he, he could let up five runs and also To be win. honest, ex- exactly. <laughs> so he ain't in Chicago anymore. Right? And then tied with the best closer in the game right now uh, with Edwin Diaz, who I absolutely got the greatest trade for well, yeah, him. Yeah, he did but... struggle. A week or two ago, he was he was in a little bit of... Oh, he was a little struggle. Well, he's, yeah, I he's, mean, back he's, he's only bit. human. Yeah, he's back to... Exactly. So... I think the guy has 36 innings, 56 strikeouts. That's pretty good. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. I, I don't hate that. Um, so right now, what we'll do is talk about uh, so, players on the players on the yeah, rise. Some players on the rise. Yeah, some players on the rise right now. Uh, that just you know, just a couple notables that are like really. Really starting to play insanely well. Um, and the number one Easy. is my uh, first draft pick with the seventh pick in a 14-team league is Paul Goldschmidt. The Goldschlager. And he abs- absolutely dominated last week. I've never seen anybody play a week of baseball like I this. Don't, this is I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> unreal. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I played you. you. By Sorry. Well, Goldschmidt in two games had four home runs. All right. Uh, Six, six, he batted 640, four home runs, 11 RBIs, six doubles, one it's triple. Not, he had a slugging percentage of 1.4. It's not fair. That is, that's ridiculous. I only lost yes, because of him. Span. I literally. <laughs> oh my God. He, he, he covered every category. <laughs> I just feel bad for anybody listening out there that said, you know what? I'm oh. going to give, give up on Paul Goldschmidt. I'm yeah, going to sell, sell him, him in the, in, oh. By the end of May, I'm going to sell my first overall pick. The one of the best players in baseball over the past four years, five years, for nothing, probably nope. for peanuts. He probably got back a mid-level pro, a mid-level player and a, a decent pitcher at best. I got, I got offered, I got offered D Gordon. No, now mind you, D Gordon is one of the best stolen base guys. The guy hits yeah, for in average. a category base league, maybe uh, at the but time, not now. We're talking about another chandelier here. 
Another another icicle on a yeah. hot day. He's going. He's gonna go down. Yeah, and Paul, Paul Goldschmidt, <laughs> and he Paul did is going to stay <laughs> consistent the rest of the year. I think. I I, I really don't oh, I think he's gonna be oh, in that low anymore. Wait. Arizona's playing real well right now. Goldschmidt has looked fantastic. He's a forty home run guy, one hundred and twenty, uh, you know, RBI guy. He's batting. His batting average has gone up from what two ten to two fifty in a matter of like three weeks. In a matter of so, exactly. I, I don't. I would not be surprised if he finished the year at two eighty five, two ninety, and forty home runs. So, uh, he's the player on the rise. Which it's not even as much a rise. It's like a rocket into space. It's really. He literally went from zero to like ninety it, in like. Three so seconds. then the other ones I'll talk about. Um, two of them are a duo in uh, in in the L.A. area that have been playing real well lately. It's, I mean, the whole team One of them has... we've seen perform before and play well, and that is Jock Peterson. Uh, the other one is a little bit of an interesting one, and Mac, Max Muncy. Max Muncy. Um, I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> both, they both of them finished in the top nine last week. Uh, I mean, unbelievable how they're performing. That's I feel like every awesome, time I yeah. look uh, online, I see that Max Muncy hit another home run, or he drove in another RBI. And You know, he has to find a position... For, for the long haul, I mean, he really right now doesn't have a everyday position for the Dodgers. But they're, but finding they're trying to find something for him. I mean, oh, yeah. it's unbelievable. Because he's first base eligible, right. which is And then the sweet. last person that I'll talk about is... Uh, is it's uh, I like him as a player. It's more of the fact that he didn't have a position either. And I don't think he does right now. Once the trade deadline comes, he will have a position. Uh, and that's Probably, Jesse, Jesse Winker. Uh, Jesse Winker has yeah. been touted for the past year or two as a you know a really really solid prospect in the Reds organization. But the problem is is that in Cincinnati he has a a lot to deal with. He has an outfield filled with you know your Billy Hamiltons of the world, your Adam Duvall's, your Scott Shebler's. You know, some pretty good some talent, awful talent yeah. as of right now though. Absolutely awful. True. Might, I mean the names whole, might yeah, sound the great. Team just, the, the team but the thing is, is that right Billy now. Hamilton is awful. Billy Hamilton is batting a buck ninety two. Okay, that is. He doesn't even have like that many stolen bases. That isn't good, guys. Just for any anyone who doesn't you know how much a buck ninety two is, it's not a lot. I would buy low on. I him. would not. <laughs> I would. If you could stash him on yeah, your for bench those, and then for those maybe out there after All Star. Yeah, break, but for those of you out there that don't play categories, he might be worth a flyer. But if you are going to start him in a category league, he is going to kill your average. He will bring oh, it to the ground. He doesn't hit for home runs. He's not hitting for average. He's not getting on base, and because he's not getting on base, he's not stealing bases. Exactly. So I think that so, I think especially for those of you who need an outfield spot later on in your year, um, I think that a great one right after the trade deadline will be Jesse Winker, especially because of the fact that all of these outfielders, I think at least one of them is going to be traded, whether it's Duval or Shebler, one of them will be. True, true, or even Winker. Who knows? I Winker's going to be traded. I think they have some faith. We'll in, see. But well, de- depending on exactly, like you said, he's yeah. young. I mean, he's very talented. Agreed. Um, two pitchers we'll just touch up on before the end of the episode. Uh, one is actually pitching tonight, and I'm sitting him. I'm starting who he's playing. Uh, Mike Leak has been awesome. <laughs> he's been so good. His last four outings, he's let less than two runs or less in every single outing. It's unreal how amazing he's pitching. And he's averaging, like, I would say, like, maybe like a seven and a third inning every every single, like, one of those past four. It's amazing. Um, Ross Stroh, another good, another good one. Is another. <coughs> I mean, this guy's this guy's been on the rise for a while. He's reliever eligible and he's starting eligible. Um, every single game that he's pitched, 
that he started, he's allowed basically less than two runs in every single outing. Like I think uh, he's he's what zero one, two zero one zero, and he's I mean he's going six innings. That's I mean that that's really what you want. If you can have a starter that goes six innings, give up less than three runs, obviously it's a quality start. But what Ross Stripling is doing right now is why the team is also playing insane. Right, that's the thing with the Dodgers. The Dodgers every year for the past few years, they have had a young guy or a no name guy step up and do something to help them a both. Pit, you had your exactly. you had your Austin Barnes last year, Chris Taylor last year. Chris Taylor's been good this year. Not you know he's gotten better. But then this year you have your Ma- like you have your Max Muncy, yep. you have your Ross Stripling, you have your Walker Buellers. That is what the Dodgers are good at. They're good at harboring their talent and growing the young guys in their organization and literally replacing the old decrepit ones that are or the ones who aren't playing well um, at the MLB level. So it's going to be interesting to watch because there are some guys that are worthwhile to take a look at for your later on in this year, whether it's a stash guy for keeper leagues or someone to just get you over the hump into the playoffs. So, Yeah, so a lot of exciting stuff. I, I don't know about you guys. Uh World Cup starts soon. That's pretty exciting. Um, unfortunately, USA is not in it, so that kind of sucks. It does. But I kind of, but like, it, it, I'm still gonna watch it. I'm so. Well, we excited. like in this country, we watch football that spelled F O O T. Okay. Right. We don't. I don't watch soccer. But, I don't. I don't like soccer. But what else are you gonna watch right now? There's only baseball. Major League Baseball. I mean, College World Open Series. This week, what's up? Oh, US that's Open. right. Golf as well this week. I mean, and then you got the World Cup for the next month. And then after, look at it this way. After the next month, we got football right around the yeah, corner. Yeah, we have so much content ready for you guys. Ooh, very excited. So much content. Very We're exciting. We're going to have rankings, player breakdowns, steals, busts, um, anything you could possibly imagine. Some value picks, some reach picks. You know, getting you ready for your leagues, but also getting you ready as maybe first-year commissioners. If you're a first-time commissioner, uh, whether it's a dynasty league or a, you know a regular redraft league, it's getting you ready to run your league. Any questions you have, any concerns you have, we are here to help. Uh, yeah, out. it's yes. more, and we, you can find us at the Fantasy Fam on Twitter. Uh, we can also be uh, reached on through email, thefantasyfam at gmail Please feel free to reach out with any questions, any concerns, anything you'd like us to discuss or you know dive into, whether it's baseball-related or football-related. We are here to help. We love this. We're here for you And we, we promise that there will not be a six-week, eight-week hiatus uh, going forward. We will be back with a vengeance um, to help you get into your fantasy playoffs uh, for baseball and to prepare you for your fantasy drafts for football because I know plenty of leagues that have already started drafting for football and it is only June and what, 11? For dynasties, yeah. For so dynasties. even some redraft leagues, even some ones, I've seen some June ones because That's, oh, they, do it be, they do it for a few reasons. They do it because they, you know, you can get some really sneaky good values now um, and they, they run the risk of, hey, someone gets injured, sucks, but I might get a good True, guy. I mean, it, with trades yeah. maybe, who so knows? We are, yeah, depending right, on your league format. Right, we are here to prepare you for all of those things your playoffs for baseball and your season to start for football. Um, so please feel free to reach out to us. Um, thank you for joining us for this wonderful episode. And this is the Fantasy Fam signing off.